Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Another big night comes to an end in Basel. Welcome to TC Live presented by Cabinets to Go. The race to Turin continues and the countdown to Fort Worth gets closer. Here's what's coming up over the next half hour. It was a battle between major champions. Daniil Medvedev took out local favorite Dominic Team. We'll tell you what it means for both players. Plus several other stars fighting for the last three spots in the ATP Finals. See who helped their cause and who didn't. And the WTA finals just days away in Texas. Our experts make their case for Jesse Pagula to win it all in her debut. Come on in to our studios in Santa Monica, California. We're going too wide today. Steve Weisman back with Big Banks, Chris Eubanks, and over in the big wall, we got our man John Wertheim from 60 Minutes and Sports Illustrated. Chris, one of the newest members of the Tennis Channel family, but we've got an even newer member. Big congratulations to Caroline Wozniacki and David Lee on the birth of little James. Born on Monday the 24th, Carol posted this photo. John, everyone is healthy. Look at Olivia. Thrilled to be a big sis. Great to see, Chris. That's awesome. That's awesome. Congrats to Caroline. So excited for you. Look forward to having you back. Look forward to maybe getting on the court and striking some next time I see you at a tournament. But uh, all in all, very happy to see you and your family is growing. Glad everyone's healthy. Good news for everyone. Family of four now, John. Yeah. Did you see the smile on the daughter's face? It is not every two-year-old girl that uh, has that kind of reaction to getting a little brother and having their attention <laughs> sliced in half. But uh, that's great to see. Congrats to Kara, who worked for us while she was still pregnant. We're eager to see them back. But uh, great. That's uh, congrats to David and, and to Carolyn. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, wish them all the best and, and can't wait to see Carol back with us here at Tennis Channel. A, a lot of new babies being born. In fact, Daniil Medvedev is a new father as well. He was in action today, a rematch against Dominic Team from a couple years ago, it was the ATP final that Medvedev took out team from a set down. Biggest title of his career at the time. He had already defeated Djokovic and Nadal. Fast forward a couple years to Vienna. Not much. Well, a lot has changed for these two. As Medvedev, now a major champ himself, trying to get back to the year-end championships, playing team who helps to get back inside the top 100, Chris. Yeah, but some things never change, and that Dominic team backhand is one of them. When he is high on confidence, he can strike that thing just as well as anyone in the world, but he's also going up against a guy who moves exceptionally well, has a pretty good backhand of his own. Medvedev there showing off the wheels, the nice running passing shot. You love to see a little bit of cat and mouse between these guys, but oftentimes when these matches with Medvedev go, that backhand is a key to success. He can go cross, he can go line, he can put it wherever he wants at any moment. It's one of the things that makes him so difficult to beat. You compound that with a six foot seven guy who's serving 130 miles an hour and uppers of 65% first serves, you find yourself a very, very tough man to beat. And then when he's able to move that well and come up with shots like that on the dead stretch, it's no real surprise that he's had the success he's been able to have.
Medvedev said his serve was key. He was never broken. Won more than 70% of his service points. You say he's 6-7. I think he's listed at 6-6. Have you gone back to back with him? You know what? We've stood side by side. I can tell you firsthand he's 6-7. Okay. It's almost like my 7-footers don't like to be called 7 feet. I can tell you. We look eye to eye. I'm going to put my money on Daniil Medvedev being 6-7. All right. And you're a legit 6-8. Is that right? <laughs> no, I'm 6'7". You're 6'7", okay. I'm shortchanging myself. Okay. I'm 6'7", and that's what we're going to stick with. Cabinets to go match summary. Medvedev broke team in that 13-minute seventh game. He said that was massive. And then Dominic team, 20 winners, 24 unforced errors. Was not able to get a break on Medvedev. Let's hear from Daniil Medvedev. Yeah, it was a tough match, 1 hour 40, and you know when it's 1 hour 40 and you win 6-3, 6-3, that it was a tough match. Could go either way uh, from one side, but at the, in the other perspective, at one moment in the match, I started to put a lot of pressure on his serve. Was serving good uh, myself, so didn't let him too many opportunities on my serve, and that was uh, the key today, I think. The Russian maintains his fifth spot, John, in that race to Turin, looking to lock it up one more time. He's going to face Yannick Sinner in the next round. Uh, what did you think of his performance today? Yeah, I, again, we were very concerned about his health to two weeks ago. This looked like classic Daniil Medvedev. It's been such a strange year for him, and it's nice to see him rounding into some form, getting it done indoors, looking healthy. I mean, these were these were two of the last three U.S. Open champions, and they both had very strange years in very different ways, but that's a nice win for Daniil Medvedev. Let's see if he can back it up against a much different opponent in center. Yeah, I definitely agree with everything you said, John. Definitely things have gone in different directions for both of them after those U.S. Opens, but it is good to see the uh, team being able to start finding this form, but also seeing Medvedev finally being healthy. Maybe the birth of his child now kind of lifts a weight off his shoulder, and he can now continue and play pretty good tennis for the rest of the year. Dominic Team says he's going to shut the season down. He's not going to play qualifying in Paris or a challenger. He's right outside the top 100 right now. We'll see if he can get directly into the Australian Open at the start of next year. Big off-season training block for Dominic Team, who has shown great form, won seven of his last ten matches this season. More guys in Vienna try to qualify for the ATP Finals 2020 champ. Andre Rublev currently sixth in the live race to turn John, taking on Grigor Dimitrov. Yeah, Grigor Dimitrov firing up a little something for uh, for the memory banks here. What a great match. This may be the best match Dimitrov's played all season. He won, listen to this, 93% of his first serves, 23 of 25. Just controlled this match off the ground. He's ranked more than 20 spots lower. Dimitrov only 21 and 20 match results coming into this tournament, and he looked terrific today. Neutralized. Rublev's power moved pretty well. Three breaks of serve. And for a guy who hasn't had a lot of great results this year, this was as good as a guess for Dimitrov. We forget what a good indoor player he is. Remember, he won the year in championship several years ago. And this was uh, really solid stuff. Breaks in each set, closes it out with yet another service winner. That's uh, that's good stuff for 31-year-old. Is he 31? 31-year-old Dimitrov. A young 31. Big G gets his go. 30th career top 10 win. So Rublev's, Rublev's loss could be Hubie Hercotch's gain. Polish star sitting in ninth place in the race. Hoping to make up some ground against Emil Rusevori, John. Yeah, this is the third time they have played since D.C. in August, and they've had very tight matches. No different today. Remember, we saw Hercotch two days ago with that tough win against Francis that went three sets, and he had to go the distance 
here again today, wins the first set, and then Rusabori, some really nice tennis. Another player, very nice indoors, served well in the second set, but the third, it was Herkoff time. He had 21 aces today, another good service. Look at his nice hands at the net for the big fella. Sort of an up and down year for Herkoff, but he has looked very good recently, and this is a nice win. Had to go more than two hours. That was ace number 21, got it done. He moves on and still in the running for the year end. Career high 40th win this year makes his 10th quarterfinal of the season. Here's your final eight in Vienna. Medvedev, Sinner, Dimitrov, Giron, Evan Shapovalov, Herkoch, and Chorich. Pretty good stuff, Chris, as you look at your final eight. We're going to move over to Basel. Felix Ojeali-Assim just staying on fire. He said today's performance against Miamir Ketsmanovic was, quote, the best match I've played my whole life. Wow. Well, I mean, based on the scoreline, you'd be one to believe it. I know Ketsmanovic had to battle a little bit of a stomach either issue or ab injury in this previous match against Davidovich Vakina coming back and actually winning the second and third two and one. But from that point on, you could just see he wasn't 100%. He was just kind of going for shots. And today, Felix was also going for shots, but hit shots like that he was making. Felix was absolutely on fire today. Kekmanovic had no answer. There were points like this in which you kind of wonder, well, Kekmanovic seems to be moving well. Maybe that injury from the previous match isn't really playing a part. But at the end of the day, it did not matter. Felix is playing some red hot tennis right now. One and oh against a very, very, very solid player, Miramir Kekmanovic. He has to love the way that he's playing, and he has to love his form heading into the final couple of events of the year. Tenth win of the year, 50th win this season, win number 150 for his career. Pretty good stuff for Felix Oje Aliassim. Here's the 10 players who can still qualify for the final three spots in that race to Turin. Medvedev, Felix Oje Aliassim, both winners today. Rublev, a loss. Hubie Hercotch, a win. So he's now just 50 points behind Taylor Fritz for that ninth spot. John, who are your final three to make it? We heard from Chris yesterday. Yeah, can, can we just pause and say how great this is? This is what we want, right? We, we don't want pennant races decided in August. We want this to go down on the wire. We've got that with tennis. Keep an eye on that center Hercot match. Medvedev, I mean, it would be strange for a guy to achieve the number one ranking and then finish outside of the top eight. And you have to like Felix as well. The way he's been playing lately, the way he's been playing indoors. So I'll, I'll take those two and then the winner of uh, Sinner Herkosh. How do you like that? All right. So he's going to take the winner of Sinner Herkosh. You said yesterday it's going to be the three that are already there Medvedev, Rublev, and Felix Ojealiassim. From what you saw today, Rublev loses. Herkosh now getting a little closer. Has your mind changed at all? No, it hasn't. Okay. I'm going to try to stick with my picks. I ride them out even when things don't look the best. But I, I just genuinely think, obviously, Medvedev is going to make it. I think Felix is going to make it based on the form that he's shown. And I just, Hudakach has such a long, I think, has to put together so many wins in order to advance and jump Rublev. Rublev's also playing some good ball. Let's not forget, like John said, Dimitrov can be a very, very dangerous player on indoor hardcourt. So that loss doesn't really mean that Rublev's playing bad. I think he'll play well in Paris, and I think he'll cement his spot. All right. Deny on that Paris draw, but uh, no, I mean, this is, uh, it's, it's incredible how many players are still in the running. Uh, that doesn't always break like that every year. And uh, again, I think, I think Medvedev now is, is basically a lock. And then uh, we'll see. There's a, you know, a, a lot of points, a lot of money, a lot of prestige. Uh, it's great that here we are the last few days of October and we still have this kind of suspense. I love that both tours, I mean, the WTA with Guadalajara and of course the ATP with Paris, they both end with, 1,000, so it's not over till it's over, and all those players still have a shot to make it to Italy and the year-end championships. We've got more highlights from Vienna on the way. A big upset for you. 
Plus, take a look at this. She's had a career high and coming off her biggest title. Our experts will make a case for Jesse Pagula to win the WTA finals. Don't go anywhere. TC Live is presented by Cabinets to Go. Your wow for less. in the heart of Texas. Me and Chanda Rubin heading to Fort Worth. Cannot wait for the WTA Finals next week. One of the stars there, American Jesse Pagula, coming off the biggest title of her career, winning the WTA 1000 in Guadalajara, beating Maria Sacri in the final. After taking out four straight major champions, Pagula, the top-ranked American in the world, at a career-high number three, and since the start of 2021, Jesse has won more matches at the WTA 1000 level than any other player on tour. That's Iga Sviantek, included John Wertheim. So make a quick case for Jesse Pagula to win the WTA Finals. You, you just did it very effectively, but you also said Iga Sviantek, and that's uh, the one concern. They are 0-4 is Jesse against Iga this year, only taking one set off of her, but she's won 42 matches Ranked number three coming off that title. There is a lot to like here. Just watch out. And if she can avoid Iga, that would be even better. Agreed. I think that the one thing she can take some confidence from is that the last time she and Iga played, she actually was able to take a set. That's not something that very many players have been able to do against Fiontech. She then follows that up with a, the biggest title of her career. So you know her confidence is, is extremely high. I think she has to have a good chance. Obviously, you want to try to avoid film tech in your group, but if even if so, I'm not. I wouldn't be too worried. I think Jesse Jesse's got something special going. Yeah, she's got that confidence. I love that she said, "If you told me five years ago when I couldn't string two matches together that I would have that stat, mind blown." You can always improve. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Inspiring stuff from Jesse Pagula. When we come back, a rare Steffi Graf media appearance. Yes, that's right, with a delayed twist. Stay with us. You're watching TC Live. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Eubanks, we're Tom Weissman back on TC Live, presented by Cabinets to Go. A reminder, next week is the last Masters 1000 of the season. Last chance to qualify for the year-end championships. Don't miss Tennis Channel's daily live coverage of the Rolex Paris Masters. Beginning next Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern, just talk to Prakash. He is on a jet plane tomorrow to France. Danny as well will be on site in Paris. Back to Vienna we go. More highlights from today. Cam Norrie still that outside hope of reaching the ATP finals. John Marcos Giron playing spoiler today. Yeah, Norrie's uh, odds just went down. Well, this could have been a college match for UCLA against TCU. And this was a lot of Marcus Giron. This was really nice tennis from the 29-year-old. Higher 
serving percentage on second serve points and first serve points. You don't often see that. And look, some nice angles against Nori. Bit of a lefty-righty thing, but not terribly dissimilar players. This was just Giron having the better day at the office. Pressuring, breaks in each serve, breaks in each set, and a very nice straight set win for Marcus. Showing off the guns, Marcos yeah, Giron facing Grigor Dimitrov next. Are you going tank top next year, Chris? Yeah, absolutely not. I'll leave that for those guys. <laughs> uh, back to Basel we go. Stan the man coming off the upset of Kasper Ruud. And today taking on the young American Brandon Nakashima. This match was super exciting. Being able to see a former Grand Slam champion, three-time Grand Slam champion in Warenka playing in front of his home crowd, finding his form, was honestly rolling. Serve for the second, but Nakashima coming up with the goods when he needed to. Things got tricky here at four all in the third. Warenka coming up with his patented backhand pass, puts it just under Nakashima's racket, unable to make it. And then Stan ends the match and only away that Stan can with a ripping backhand up the line. Celebrates in front of the home crowd. You can see how much this tournament, this event means to him. He's absolutely loving it. That's huge. Said he hasn't always played his best tennis and not always found it easy to deliver for the fans, but does that. Sixth time he makes the quarterfinals at his biggest home event. How about this final eight, Chris? No, it's looking good, man. I think things are setting up for a nice Alcaraz, OJ, Ali Yassim semifinal. I look forward to seeing that match. Holger Runa doing a good job advancing to the quarterfinals, and Arthur Rinderknecht from qualifying is now sitting in the quarterfinals with a great opportunity to potentially make semifinals. Another former college tennis star. They're all over the place. It's good stuff. All right, time to enter the social net. Chris Eubanks, you were 26 years of age, correct? Can you, can you identify uh, these two tennis superstars, tennis Hall of Famers? Good Lord, I think I'm going to have to start with the what I hope to be the easy one in Bjorn Borg. Yep, and there one. you got and one. And the yep. second one, maybe Andy Roddick, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the cut, the little bowl cut. I don't know what a young, I'm trying to get the age right. Andre! Should have known. There you go. Should have known. I went for the bowl cut. I just assumed Andy. And uh, boy, was I off. <laughs> Great photo, John. You remember this one? No, I don't personally remember. That's a, that's a classic, though. Um, <laughs> great haircut for Magacy, who uh, did haircuts quite well throughout his career. I'm impressed with Chris. For 26 years old, that may as well be you know, Bill Tilden against uh, Jack come Kramer. Come on, John. So, don't uh, give me that. Bjorn good, Borg, good come on call. now. Jeez. The 404 uh, representing Bjorn Borg, uh, you're right. Bjorn Borg, very distinct look. Um, and there's, there's a great story behind that match we'll, uh, we'll, we'll share another time. But great, great photo. That puts a smile on our faces. And speaking of Andre Agassi, posted this Vogue magazine cover from June featuring his wife, Stephanie Groff. Got a ton of likes on social media. John, you wrote uh, a Sports Illustrated feature on the 22-time Grand Slam champion recently as well. 22-time Grand Slam champ. It's been almost 23 years since she played her last match, and since then she has really kept a low profile, like subterranean low. So the fact that she would uh, pose for, for Vogue is, is interesting. And, yeah, Andre, a few months later, let that uh, tweet out, and a lot of people retweeted that. You know, so many athletes, when they're done playing sports, they say, you know what, that's it. I'm done. I want my privacy. Very few of them uh, sustain that vow the way Steffi Groff has. And it's uh, good, good to see her smiling. And um, she is a woman of stuck with her convictions. We don't we don't get a lot of her. Yeah, cool, cool to see. And I know players that, that have gone to Vegas, Chris, and been able to hit with Andre. They also hit 
with Steffi, and, and neither one of them has lost a step. Absolutely. I spoke with uh, Sebi Corda not too long ago, and he told me in his training block out in Vegas, he had the chance to practice with Andre. He had the chance to hit a little bit with Steffi. He told me, and I hope he doesn't get mad that I'm saying this, that Steffi is one of the cleanest balls that he's ever seen, one of the cleanest balls he's ever been on the court with. Made me go back and do my research, watch a little bit of her old film. I don't think he was lying. I think he might have had it right on the money, especially on that forehand. Absolutely. One of the goats, Steffi Graf, and uh, obviously Andre as well. How about this? Caroline Garcia is in Fort Worth, Texas, and she is she's getting suited and booted, literally. Got, got the cowboy boots on, Chris. You gotta love it. I mean, when you're when in Rome, right? She just goes to Texas, she goes straight, picks up boots. I believe those might be for Noah Rubin, if I'm not mistaken, but uh <laughs> we'll uh we'll, what do you mean? we'll talk about that later. Those little bitty teeny tiny boots can hang from the mirror in her car. So that's a bit fun, but I'm glad to see she's the having shade. a good time. I'm glad to see she's having a good time in Texas, enjoying it, all of what Texas has to offer. It's like it's a baby stuff. gift cowboy for, uh, as well. Carol Look at that. <laughs> That's, uh, those are for Carol Wozniacki. It's a baby gift. Oh, there you boots, go, James. But, uh, James. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good to see you're enjoying the uh, the context there. Chanda Rubin already got her boots as well, so uh, we, we are ready to go high-stepping into Fort Worth. This is the schedule on Friday, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern with the action in Basel, all leading up to TC Live. Chris and John back with me to wrap it all up at 5 Eastern. More after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back on TC Live, it is our hot shot of the day. It comes from the rematch from the Cincy Final. Check out Born at Chorich, Chris. I got a chance to call this one. That's the third time in the match that Cincy Fox decided to go directly at Chorich, and Chorich had the answer. You can see after the reflex volley makes the stick and gives himself a little chest hit afterwards just to kind of tell you, I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. And boy, did he. Look at that. Love to see it. That was impressive stuff. Good beard as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Wearing the hat, he's got it all going on. Board of Chorch moving on. Take a look at our center court match. Featured ones on Friday, and we've got Alcaraz, Carina Busta, Felix back in action. Stan Vavrenka taking on Roberto Bautista Agut. Looking forward to that Medvedev center match. Dimitrov, Giron, Herkac, and Borna Chorich. A lot of good ones. Let's start with the rematch from the Barcelona final, John. Carlitos Way, Alcaraz taking on his good friend, Pablo Carina Busta. How do you break it down for us? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the one head-to-head, -head, and that was pretty one-sided. We forget, you know, Carreño Busta, nice, nice player, younger than Rafa, sort of in that middle. He's 12 years older than Alcaraz. Um, that is uh, That tells you something about this kid and the rapid ascent that he has had in this sport. I think Alcaraz is your favorite indoors. You know, I, I think Alcaraz has had to pace himself a little bit. I think he sort of realized how fatiguing this entire season could be. This is number one player in the world. 
There will be no secrets in this matchup. You even got the chance to see when they played yesterday, J.C. Ferrero sitting in the box to also help support Carreño Busta as he's a part of the J.C. Ferrero Academy as well. So there will be no secrets. I'm going to take Alcaraz. I just think he's playing too well. He's serving extremely well. Most importantly, he's finishing at the net beautifully. I mean, I haven't seen a player this young with volleys like this maybe ever. He's, he's got the whole package I expect for him to be able to come out on top tomorrow. 19 years old, he's doing it all. Youngest number one in ATP history. Daniil Medvedev, he was number one, John. Uh, does he win tomorrow against Yannick Sinner and keep trying to clinch that ATP final spot? I think he does win, and I think it's good to see both of these players who have had some durability issues this season, some physical issues. Good to see them playing this level late in October, but I do think that I do think Medvedev gets through this match against opponent, both of them playing for that final spot. Yeah, I would agree. I think Medvedev, I would give center a better chance if the courts were a little bit quicker. I think right now what we're seeing in Vienna, that the courts are a little bit slower. That allows Medvedev to get further behind the baseline. He's going to run down everything. That backhand is going to be so reliable and so flat, but he's also has the ability to surf his way through a slow court. So I'm going to take Medvedev as well. I think center, it's good to see him back, good to see him healthy. I just think it might take him a little bit longer to really be able to contend with Medvedev on that type of slow indoor court. All right. Uh, Coco Golf sent you some new shoes. You posted it on your Instagram story. How they feel? Felt great. Felt great. Looking forward to continuing to try them out and give her some feedback. All right. Coco, John and I would love some new shoes. Just saying. Uh, for Chris Eubanks, John Wirth, I'm, I'm Steve Weissman. Thank you so much for joining us on TC Live today. How about Stan, the man in Basel once again, his sixth quarterfinal at the biggest event in his home country.